I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Before we get into the episode today, I want to give a quick shout out to Twin Strangers Productions and their sci-fi horror adventure audio drama, Syntax, the fourth season of which is coming soon. Syntax is a fantastic show that smashes together science fiction, cryptids, speculative biology, and my personal favorite, linguistics. It follows the story of Silas as he works to translate an ancient text hoping to find clues that will help his team of six understand the mystery of the breaches. If you enjoy Annihilation, as in the the book, not the concept in general, or the Stargate TV series, I think you'll really love this story. Season 4 of Syntax is releasing in April 2024, making it the perfect time to start listening. Syntax is streaming now on all major podcast platforms. Visit syntaxpodcast.com, that's syntaxpodcast, all one word, for more information. Know the depths. Wish for more. This is kind of a a slightly different topic of question, but it's something that I've realized I've never asked you um, or mum, and that's I've never asked how you how how both of you met, like how that story played out. She'll give you the romanticized version. (laughs) That's why that's why I want to hear your version. That's why I want to hear your side. (laughs) Um, Well. When you have changeover of the junior doctors on the 1st of August, 1st of September, well, they used to be. 1st of August are the brand new qualified doctors. And you really don't want to be working the 1st of August because you've got this new houseman who hasn't a clue what he's doing. Well, I was a house officer and on my first day I had to go and see my consultant. He said, are you attached? And I said, no. And he said, well, you'll be lucky to get out of here without being attached. So anyway... (laughs) I'd volunteered to be the house officer that night on call for the ward on the 1st of August, 1998. 1988. I was going to say, not 1998. I was born in 1998. No, 1988. So, yes, so there was the, the names of the three doctors had gone up. So, of course, it was Graeme Devereaux. So we were thinking, oh, we're getting a nice French doctor coming on the ward. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, um, it wasn't French. And then your mum your mom sort of was on the ward as the nurse in charge. So she, I remember but basically 
I was talking to the sister in charge and she just walked down the ward and said, oh, this is Jill. He, she's in charge of this ward. That's how we met. So it's simple as that. So anyway, we come on the ward <laughs> on the first of all, had, have the handover. These doctors have some flying around because it's their first day as qualified doctors. So it, not, none of them introduced themselves. So I think one of my enrolled nurses sort of said rather loudly, it's funny that none of these doctors are introducing themselves. So the next thing I think was Dave Nyland, who was Nigerian, very funny man. Um, he came and introduced himself. Andy came and introduced himself. But there was no sign of your dad. So, um, so, yeah, so anyway, I was doing, doing my rounds and get down to the bottom and, and, and there's this, this doctor sort of fiddling around with a drip or something and sort of put my head in and checking the patient. And hello, out I go again. I don't know who the hell he is. So anyway, so back up the wards and then, um, then we sort of get introduced a bit later on. And he turns out he's on call for the night. But doctors on, on the 1st of August, the one, the newly qualified ones, we did tend to look after them because we could mould them into the sort of doctors that they need to be when it comes to night staff. It is a high risk strategy going out with the nurse in charge of the ward because they're the ones that wake you up at night. So we would, you know, encourage them to stay on the wards until we'd finished putting everybody down for the night, you know, because otherwise they're going to get cold in the middle of the night. And if they don't, so if, if they're not nice to us, they will get cold in the middle of the night. Whereas if they're nice to us, we will try not to call them in the middle of the night. But yes, Dave and Andy and your dad, they, they, were really, they were really nice doctors. It was the ones that came on on the 1st of February. They were the ones that were very arrogant because they'd already done six months and they knew what they were doing. <laughs> so anyway, yes, yeah, so, so, so we'd met. And um, so he was on that night. So we made him a cup of coffee when he'd when we'd all finished and everything and we sat down and chatted and things. And then what, was it like a long time before before you asked her out or was it just like a, a kind of... I think it was about six weeks. One, there was one night. I mean, there's never really been anything going on or anything, but we were sort of in the, the was it treatment drugs room and I think I was putting the intravenous drugs up for, for your dad to do for the 10 o'clock ones and in <laughs> Val my little um, nursing auxiliary fantastic nurse and dad came in and I can't remember what it was it was something about going out to a cinema or something like that so Val said to your dad and take her with you you know it was so bright red but your dad just didn't seem to hear it just seemed to go right over his head and off he went so that's fine okay so then um, there was another, you know, there'd been little bits and pieces going on, bits of fun going on. And then uh, your dad wasn't on call that night, but he was still on the ward when I got there. And he was in the doctor's office and I'd had to go in the doctor's office or something. And and I just, <laughs> I'd asked the doctor about something and totally ignored your dad because I thought if I look at him, I'm just going to go bright red. So I thought, mm, I'm not going to look at him. So I went away off to do all the things that I needed to do. So then your dad had walked off the ward and somebody had said oh what did I say I can't remember if I said oh if he'd asked me out tonight I would have you know I would have said that yeah I, I think I was due to go away at the weekend or something and I said oh if he'd asked me out I wouldn't have bothered going and I would have gone out with him so the next thing nurse goes running off the ward and then the next thing your dad comes back and asks me if I would go on a date with him <laughs> I was basically ordered by the sister to ask her out and then the night nurses were in on it the night sisters were in on it and everything because I wondered why the nurse was charging out and it was one of the night sisters had called her 
So yeah. <laughs> so the, the whole the whole ward knew about it. So of course every time there was anything going on, they all wanted to know what we were doing, where were we going. So yeah, so it was always that I always had to make sure that everybody knew exactly where we were if we were both at work. Oh, so if it, um, so if it had broken up, I would have ended up being called multiple times through the night by not only that ward but every other ward. <laughs> One thing I did make your dad do was if I was working New Year's Eve, he had to stay up till midnight on New Year's Eve, and he had to see a New Year with me on the ward. Hmm. Did I tell you the story of the patient that cardiac arrest when he was on call when I was on the ward in the no. early hours of the morning? I mean, I heard that story. Oh, I don't we think had so. A, a patient, and it was, they were going into cardiac arrest, a liver patient, and I think I was first on site. Yeah, I think I was the first one to go in. So, of course, I ran for the war, the, the phone. Somebody cardiac arrest, you have a cardiac arrest team for the whole hospital. So there was a number, I think 666 was fire. There was a, a number, three numbers that you rang for cardiac arrest. And you just sort of yell cardiac arrest, ward 16, down the phone, put the phone down. In, on the ward at Freeman Hospital, you only have a, a black bag on your ward. You have the big cardiac arrest machine one for four wards in behind the lifts. So you send a nurse out to go and unplug that, bring that round and bring that onto it and you wait for the crash team to come. But also your houseman is called as well. So of course I put the call out for cardiac arrest knowing that your dad is going to get woken up and called to come over. And we were six flights of stairs up. So of course we were all in there sort of, you know, compressions and somebody tipped the bed head out and things like that. And you're waiting for somebody to come and intubate them to, and put the bag on to breathe and things. And so anyway, your dad, <laughs> your dad had to run up six flights of stairs. And by this time, it's just me doing this because we've since found that the, the crash team is already on another call somewhere else in the hospital. <laughs> so <laughs> other than us, that's it for a little while. So I can't remember where my other nurses have gone. Anyway, I'm, I'm standing there doing this and your dad comes running in, you <laughs> know, Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> yeah. Apparently on his way over, he just kept saying, Jill, if this is a false alarm, I'm going to kill you. God, it's like four o'clock in the morning or something like that, you know? <laughs> well, um, what, what I might do actually is I might ask you to send dad back in just so I can get his side okay. of a couple of the stories that he brought up. <laughs> is it okay? Like if, if dad is up for coming in, just a, a couple of follow-up Graham. questions. A couple of questions. <laughs> Follow up questions. Nothing. Just. Do you not remember the early morning uh, crash call? When I was working and you were houseman. And you had to run up the six, six flights of stairs. I just said hello. Just <laughs> <laughs> more of you had any comment on the, the six flights of stairs? Or the... I just remember getting there and just going, oh, hello, and just cracking on. <laughs> can't remember that <laughs> nope well okay that was that was it that was the que those are the only questions i had but so that that's fine <laughs> do you want the back <laughs> no no that's us we're done that's us. honest no <laughs> but no that's us that's that's a that's a wrap that's that's all we need <laughs> i can calm down now thank you yeah
before we get into the episode today, I want to give a quick shout out to Twin Strangers Productions and their sci-fi horror adventure audio drama, Syntax, the fourth season of which is coming soon. Syntax is a fantastic show that smashes together science fiction, cryptids, speculative biology, and my personal favorite, linguistics. It follows the story of Silas as he works to translate an ancient text hoping to find clues that will help his team of six understand the mystery of the breaches. If you enjoy Annihilation, as in the the book, not the concept in general, or the Stargate TV series, I think you'll really love this story. Season 4 of Syntax is releasing in April 2024, making it the perfect time to start listening. Syntax is streaming now on all major podcast platforms. Visit syntaxpodcast.com, that's syntaxpodcast, all one word, for more information. Know the depths. Wish for more. <laughs> 